There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Listen now. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Cold open question no, of the week. No, Kat. no, 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 Dave. No, not today. We're not doing this today. No cold open question. Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just go. We're already late. I feel like if we Let's if just we do wait, the show. If we wait any longer to drop this podcast, more news is going to come out that will make this podcast not, uh, All right. not timely. So Let's just go. Let's just roll. Okay. What's going on, jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Roast Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. Husky, Steve Kazee. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to the And you're listening you're to listening to you are listening to the And you're listening to listening to You are listening to the Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. Welcome to the Masked Man Show with Kaz. Oh, we got a lot to talk about today, bud. Yeah. We got a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Holy hell, where do we start? Um, incredible news. Incredible uh, news. So there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff coming out. Maybe the biggest news uh, in wrestling history happened. Um, I think it was yesterday. Uh, Aces and Eights return <laughs> to Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, that's not. That's really not what we're going to talk about. Uh, there's. Wait, it's did crazy. They really come back. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Br- uh, right, Bischoff uh, and and West Briscoe came back as a tag team with <clears throat> um, with D'Lo Brown as their manager. I guess. Fire. So, yeah, but that's. I don't know why we're talking about this. Uh, there's Vince McMahon. WWE news is absolutely popping off right now, as I'm sure everybody listening to this knows. 
Um, Wall Street Journal put out a story. Was it just yesterday as we're recording this? It was Thursday just morning? Yesterday. Yeah. 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 Uh, that the WWE's board was investigating uh, or was, was looking into um, a sort of whistleblower email type thing that they got about Vince McMahon um, potentially paying somebody off to the tune of $3 million that he'd had a former employee that he had had an affair with. It was $3 million payment when she left, I guess, uh, the, the rest, I mean, the, I guess the f business wise, it seems like the more problematic part of the story is that he was having an affair with a coworker, gave her a raise, doubled her salary. And then at some point shifted her from her position as a paralegal to Johnny Ace's assistant, maybe more stuff going. I mean, it's, it's all, there's a lot going on. Right. Um, you know, the news, right, right from the beginning, it was a little bit perplexing because in any other sort of situation, you would say, well, the board is investigating is a huge deal, right? I mean, it is a huge deal. This is a publicly traded company. Their mm -hmm. stock price is super significant. When we talk about Vince being a billionaire, a lot of that is tied up in the value of his stock. So it's not like he could, he could just be like, you know, I'm not, I don't care, but like that would be a significant, that, I mean, that could significantly harm him himself. Um, and I think that's sort of where my confusion was yesterday. I, I couldn't find anybody that would act actually like, you know, could actually directly say, it, is it possible that Vince just says, shrugs his shoulders and moves forward? I right. mean, it, like, is that, is it like, and if that, I mean, honestly, if, if they just put out, if they just said that, there was, I mean, that, that might really hurt the stock, you know, temporarily. But I think that that would quiet down the PR. I mean, they quiet down like the, the, the amount of attention that it was getting pretty quickly because you know nothing's going to happen nothing's going to happen yeah uh, uh, as, as, as difficult as the story is but but you know anyway all that is to say today it was announced that vince is stepping down from his role as chairman and ceo and um being replaced on a temporary basis by stephanie mcmahon wow who recently took leave from the company and and to make matters more interesting um as it was told to me, late late at night, all the bigwigs are in the boardroom writing up the, uh, <laughs> drawing up the the press release about about Stephanie taking over. Yeah, and then Vince turned as soon as they were done, as soon as they dotted the last T or cross, whatever dotted the last across the last T, dotted the last I. Vince turns to Bruce and he says, "And after that goes out, I want you to send out another press release, <laughs> McMahon on SmackDown." And so Vince will be on SmackDown at eight o'clock tonight. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of ways you could, uh, there's a lot of palace intrigue here. A lot of ways you can read this. That was a long way of telling a very, an even longer story. But what, 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 what where are you right now, Cass? Uh, I'm about a lot of places. I, I mean, there's definitely a lot of uh, scandalous and salacious sort of information. That's probably a lot more juicier to talk about when, you know, I guess those details come up, but wait, this no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is this is the appropriate time to say just as a formal disclaimer. Yes, everybody knows that we have a business relationship with WWE. This is true. Uh, we have editorial independence on this show, and and yet you know it's important to say that. Um, so, uh, oh, this is a wrestling show, and I think the biggest sort of story that comes out of this is what this kind of means for the McMahon sort of power structure in yeah. WWE, and like. Something that For sure. many fans, and I want to say just many followers and, and, and wrestling insiders have kind of speculated, not just in the past uh, several days, but I mean, for years, is what happens when Vince is no longer in charge? If Vince is no longer in charge, what would it take 
for for this sort of happen is he's gonna you know like there's many things we've we've sort of uh talked about when it comes to just how tied into the company he is more than just being the boss you know like i think you know you mentioned that he did uh announce that he was well a press release went out this morning that he would be stepping down um as coo uh, uh ceo of the company rather but you know he'll still be um and in, in his creative position he's right? still maintaining so, his job as, as lead creative and everything else so i mean that's that's important to point out right he's stepping down from a from a title right uh and i and i'm guessing that that is you know like what you refer to as um you know uh i guess tempting down the pr you, you mentioned the stockholders the stockholders are so important in this situation because in most situations like this that we've seen in the past with other people of uh power and and people in, in certain positions these things sort of happen and then you know as there's internal investigation goes on like usually they either let go or they step down or you know uh they or, or they're voted out um and i think what makes this situation interesting is uh you know mcmahon still from what i'm what i read i think he still contr has controlling shares of the company right so even if there was a vote it wouldn't be as simple as a bunch of uh and what i'm assuming a bunch of the board of directors getting together and being like okay let's vote this man out let's you know you know have a new ceo um it's 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 a story that is so that has so much legs. So because of the Nick Khan of it all, because yeah, of <laughs> the Nick Khan of it all. Can yeah, we do the Nick Khan of it all t-shirts? The is Nick Khan of it all. No, it's uh, you know, if you if you look at if you look at you know just the sort of power structure of WWE and how much it's really evolved and changed in the past year or two. Um. You know, you see the memes going along, right? Like the Mortal Kombat memes with like Nick, Nick Khan just kind of going past like Triple H and Stephanie and now Vince and all this type of stuff. Um, it's a very delicate situation, especially on our end, because, you know, we want to we want to just kind of say, you know, you don't want to recklessly speculate what could happen. But, you know, on the legal sense and, and definitely the way that that place is structured, it's way more complicated and, and you know, convoluted than I guess wrestling Twitter is making it out to be <laughs> like as far as, you know, oh, yeah, let's just, you know, uh, now Triple H will come back and Heyman will be running creative and all this other stuff. And I'm like, brother, there's there's a lot of people on that pecking order that that kind of have a say in that first, you know, and it's just one of those things that, I, you know, uh, it's not understating that this is definitely one of the biggest stories in wrestling history. Yeah. And, you know, it could really absolutely change the shape sure. of what WWE is going forward for the, for the decades to come. I mean, the, the company has gone through many changes, um, whether it's from NXT, from its way the, the, the product is presented. I mean, it's, it's no small, this is not small potatoes. And, no. you know, I definitely don't want to be the person who is, kind of like recklessly just talking about what could happen or what might happen because to be true the truth be told we're finding out just as much as you are man that's <laughs> like true that's, just... that's true we both we've we both got different I think types we, of connections I think we to, 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 into stanford but but exactly. it's um I think at, we, at, I, this, I, at I, this point in time we're finding stuff out about at the same time as everybody else because you know what people at stanford are finding out the same time as everybody else you probably saw that stephanie mcmahon sent out a 
a text memo or whatever to all of the employees of WWE at the same time that the press release went out. I mean, that's how people are finding out about this stuff. And and uh, just to go to what you said, this could be an incredibly significant thing for the future of WWE. Worth saying, though, this could also be absolutely meaningless to the future. Could of be. <laughs> could be. There's a version of events where, and this is all speculation. I'm going to go in every direction here. There's a version of events where, you know, it, it, this is all sort of part of going according to plan, you know, and that Vince is not actually changing his job at all. And Stephanie's coming back on figurehead capacity. And as soon as this um, investigation is runs its course, then she'll relinquish control back to Vince. And we we were exactly where we were two days ago. I mean, right. that, that's that's it's feasible, right? I mean, right. and if that case, if that's the case, then then maybe you know there was not a lot of lasting ramifications of this i but do think that there's also the world where you know this is such a i mean and this is kind of the way i've seen it like it's such a public relations sort of mess that maybe vince is pressured to truly step down and step back you know which yeah you know uh again i think i forgot which pie chart i saw and i don't want to misquote it because you know yeah, uh, you know, Matt never has been my strong suit, but what it looked like is he still has controlling shares. Basically, it, it, I'm not a stock expert either, but it's structured like this. There's class A shares and there's class B shares, right? Two different kinds of stock in WWE. If you would go out and buy some WWE stock, which, you know, this might be a good time to do it. It's trading pretty <laughs> low right now. Right. Uh, you get class A shares, right? I mean, just regular stock. The McMahon family has a different kind of stock called class B shares, which have a, I think, double voting power, whatever, a disproportionate amount of power. And and Vince himself has a, just a, an incredible number of those shares right? so that no one can ever tell him what to do. He's got class B stock out the wazoo. He's always going to be in charge. The only thing that could affect his his role would be if, the, like I said at the top, if the if there's a, if the PR is bad enough, if the stock price goes down enough that mm -hmm. it like you know is going to affect him and all of the shareholders in such a way that there's no other way out. You could understand that happening, but to this point, there's certainly a reading of it where it's just like we're doing this to save face. We're yeah. going to the stations of the cross. You know, we got to show penance. We got to do everything else, and then you know, but but Vince isn't losing any significant power. All right. So I don't Everyone know. I mean, I'm told, I, you know, he's going to be in Gorilla tonight, you know, the first running the thing, show. Yeah, yeah, that was like the first thing anybody heard. Yeah. I mean, from the inside, it was like, oh, Vince will be there on Friday. Don't mm. you worry. Right, right. And then the, <laughs> um, and then the, the press release saying he's actually going to be on the show. Uh, and, and a live promo, from what I'm told. It's not pre-taped. Apparently, mm -hmm. he's, going, he's going live, live with a hot mic. So... <laughs> strap in for that one because that's going to be musty tv uh tonight when it comes to yeah everything that comes out but i so, mean you know it's it's you know it's a, it's an, an you mentioned how seismic of a story this can be because now there's you know there's a ton of conspiracy theories when it comes to you know how this came out you know, there's folk, I mean, wildly speculating on Twitter, like, oh, maybe Triple H leaked the info. And, you know, maybe this is Nick Khan's long convoluted plan to get The Rock to own the WWE. <laughs> and like, just, oh my just so many, so many things that have been just speculated over uh, the past 72 hours that, um, you know, the fact that he's getting on TV and I guess going to, you know, try and... <laughs> control the narrative and, and and get in front of this is um 
I don't know if it's the best idea, bro. Like, I got to be okay, honest. Let, let's wait. Can we put a pin? Let's put a pin in that for one let's second because I do that. want to talk about the palace intrigue of it all. Yes. So on the palace intrigue thing, I mean, listen, Nick Khan, you said the Nick Khan of it all. Nick Khan is always going to get a disproportionate amount of attention. Well, maybe not disproportionate, but a crazy amount of attention. A pro- I think it's a proper amount. Like, he's, he's definitely become a main figurehead Here's in the, thing the with hierarchy of WWE. Let, let, me, let me just say this. Yeah. If you want to give Nick Khan all of the people keep saying Game of Thrones stuff. If you hmm. want, if you, if, if you give him all the credit you want to give him, right? Let's just say that he is the top Game of Thrones operator in the history of mankind, in the history of, <laughs> of, of what's it called? What's Game of Thrones called? What's the uh, land that they live in? Oh, holy hell. Brian, do you watch Game of Thrones? Because I sure don't. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, Brian's shaking his head. I'm, God, this is a really awkward time to let you know you're fired from the ringer, Brian. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we, can't, we can't make a succession, a succession uh, sort of. No, no, but comparison let, me just, let me just say this. Westeros. Like is it, Westeros is the word I was looking for. Westeros, if, 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 yes. if Nick Khan is the, well, if Nick, let's just say, if Nick Khan is the little finger of Westeros, like trying to get, you know, just like make his moves all the way to the top step by step. Getting control of WWE is not WWE is not the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. WWE is like the veil when he put when he married the Lisa Aaron and pushed her down the 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 the, the, the drop hole or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's WWE. If Nick Khan is Littlefinger, then Nick Khan is looking for. A, I mean, is, then the the Iron Throne is like President of the United States of America, right? or the Iron Throne is. CEO of Disney or running the NFL. This is the, the goal is not running the WWE, right. right? So do all the palace intrigue, Nick Khan stuff at all. But like, let's be clear: if you're going to give him that much credit, and you think that WWE see the, the chairmanship of WWE is the goal, you're look you're, you have like wrestling fan blinders on. Yes, right. I mean, this is like you don't go from being a sports agent signing like like you know like you know 10 20 million dollar deals on the regular to running a company no matter how much you're getting paid unless it's like a, in it's it's an arc headed somewhere right so anyway that's just my opinion yeah. my personal opinion but but listen there are a lot of people who are it's it's fair to, to ask about it right i mean he was there's a lot of talk about nick when stephanie stepped aside um comparing the two of them you know i mean some of that was like off the record stuff a lot mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of implica- implications and intimations have been made i do and and the stephanie part of it is incredibly interesting because listen there's already a lot of people who are justifiably saying that this is it was all a work right because that email <laughs> according to the timeline that whistleblower email the board already had seen that before stephanie took some time off so right. if you want to speculate that Stephanie took some time off so that she could step back into this role cleanly. And this was all a plan. I mean, like this was all, a, you know, it, it was me. It would all check along out sort of situation. It would check out, you know, it would check out. Um, but, but also if you want to say that she was le- legitimately taking some time off and maybe that these revelations had something to do with it. Maybe she saw the emails and she was just like, Oh God, I've just had fucking enough. And right. she really did want to take some time off to be with her family. And she did. And then yesterday her dad called and was just like, I need you. Um, that could be the case too, yeah. you know, it's, because it's not like, it's not like, I mean, listen, regardless of what the plan was, you putting Stephanie in that role doesn't really change that much. I mean, I, I guess there's a version of events where she was like Nick Khan's pick to take on that role. Or she was somebody, the boy, you know, whatever, this is her way back in and straight to the top. And this is where the, I mean, to me, it's just much more likely that this is, she's, taking a job 
that she won't. I mean, that'll be taken back from her like other jobs she's had before. I don't know. I don't. Know. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think that she's it, she's probably doing this. It makes more sense that she'd be doing this for. I mean, to her, her dad and WWE are inextricably tied up. The idea that she loves the company so much that she would like stab her, stab her dad in the back is sort of doesn't doesn't really hold doesn't her really jive. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Anything is possible at this point, and that's why it's crazy. Now, to go to where you stopped, which is what, the, what we should really be spending our time talking about, Vince is going to be on SmackDown tonight. Yes. And I can't wait. And you know why I can't wait? Because this is the conversation we had with, our, with Brian, our producer. By the way, Babyface producer John Kerma is out today, and our, our real tweener producer Brian Waters <laughs> is in. But we were talking to Brian about this before the show, and it's basically... Once he's on TV, then then it's fair game, yeah. right? So we can talk about like we can uh, I can say whatever I want about Vince's performance. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's You know what it is? What, 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 what keeps me intrigued about this is that there's so many spectrums of what we can expect tonight, right? Like, I feel like... Vince McMahon is such a unique character because not only does he, not only is he the boss, he plays one on TV. So a lot of the stuff we see from him on screen usually feels like an exaggerated version of himself. So if we go and see, if he, if he hops on SmackDown at 8 PM tonight and it's like a cold open and he's in a room and he's, you know, given the, you know, I, I, vehemently deny blah 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 i am you know working closely with the investigation and and takes it very seriously and then goes on to do a, a wrestling show a rather important wrestling show this week mm -hmm. i mean roman reigns is on there defending the title against riddle it kind of feels They're gonna pop their rating I mean, oh ratings are probably uh, definitely gonna be through the roof tonight i have no doubt about the that only, the happiest people in the world right now are the fox execs They're just like <laughs> look what we got you know and i knew it was i knew the show was getting real when i was watching get up this morning and you know there's a new nba champion they're celebrating, you know, Golden State Warriors and Steph curry and singing his praises and mike greenberg stops the show breaking news while they're celebrating the NBA championship, Vince McMahon is stepping down as, as CEO of the WWE. Like, that's the sort of massive news that this yeah. is. And if you're a Fox exec, I'm, I'm sure you got to be excited about how many people are going to watch. But I do say, I, I continue to say that the sort of uh, the range of where we can go with this is very confusing. Because if he gets on TV and he's on a live crowd, like, he knows that, 
Vince is going to get that Vince reaction once he steps out in the crowd and people are going to be cheering for him and they're going to be behind him. And, you know, uh, or maybe they won't be. Maybe they'll maybe they'll just maybe it'll be awkward. I don't know if he steps out in front of that live crowd to address the nation and address the WWE universe about some very serious things. And he kind of uses the fact that he's also a WWE superstar and a character and he's going to get cheered and applauded and people are going to sing his song when he comes out. I mean, it kind of makes you feel a little, it, it's a little, it's a, it's so tricky, man. It's very tricky. And I think the court of public opinion is, is definitely on trial right now when it comes okay. to this sort of thing, you know? Okay. Put on your Booker hat though. Okay. Because what, what would you do if you had control over Vince's speech? And, and, and listen, first of all, let's set aside the court of public opinion. Okay. Right, we're not worried about what ESPN is going to say, right? Know, Wall Street Journal or the New York Times or NBC. By the way, push alerts on my phone from all of those places. <laughs> <laughs> As if you're just trying to book the territory, <laughs> what do you do? Well, you know, I know what I would do. Okay, <laughs> I haven't really given it much thought, but if I was booking the territory tonight and I got Vince's, you know, we got three minutes to talk, right? Mm-hmm. I just go ahead and just shoot. Like, I feel like this is kind of one of those things where if, you, if you're if you a wrestler and you've worked with Vince McMahon, there's off, more oftentimes than not, there's been a moment where real life collided with your work. And it's always been fair game for your real life to be brought into the show, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how many times have we heard, you know, people having real marital issues or real, you know, drug problems or real alcoholism, real things that these superstars are going through. And it's been totally okay to use on TV and totally okay to either work it into a storyline or shoot with it or that stuff. If I'm booking the territory, man, I feel feel like I got to keep that same energy. I feel like if there's any way, you know, and, and, and I'm probably sure he's not thinking like this, but... If Vince is on some, you know, uh, I'm still one of the boys and I'm still going to go down with the ship type of thing. Like, he has to keep the same energy for himself that he's given to other talents throughout the company. Now, clearly, you know, he's not other talents of the company. It's his soul. It's his toys. And he can play with him however he wants to. But I think it would go a long way as, you know, I guess people who support the brand and people who support him that, yo, don't run from this. Don't hide from this. The Wall Street Journal is already out there. And and, and and Vince's past, he never really has run from these sort of things. I mean, that's the one thing that he's always done when he's been, whether it's the, the steroid trials, which I think this is probably the, the closest or the biggest scandal that's happened to him since then. Or, you know, being uh, going toe to toe like Bob Costas or like a lot of these controversial things like he's never truly. Uh, uh, ran from them, especially when it comes to this. This is obviously a much more different situation than that. But I just feel like if I had the pen, I'd be like, man, just go out there and just talk, dude. Like, just say what you got to say. You know, uh, you're, you're stepping back away. Yeah. You know, well, that could be what happens because yeah. I, don't, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be super gimmicked out, or it hasn't been super. I mean, it, it might be. Out we don't know. Time. It might be good. Okay, so listen, there. It would be like really Lacey great. Evans might walk down there and you give know, him a yeah, yeah. Right. There's two versions. Of this. The first thing would be if Vince came out and because you said he's he's the boss, but he also plays one on TV. He doesn't have to play one on TV. He doesn't always do that, right? It's only no. what it suits him. So this it's it is interesting that he's coming out. 
But it would be funny if he was just like, I'd like to make a statement to the fans, but I'd also like to make a statement to all of the WWE executives. So if you'd please come out. And then they bring out on the stage everybody that's ever played a WWE front office person. It's like Sergeant Slaughter and Jerry Briscoe. And then, oh, you know, gosh. Bruce Prichard is mixed in and like all this. Kurt Angle in there. All yeah, the, all yeah. The Mick GMs. Foley somehow gets drawn back, drawn back in. Bischoff. Yeah. For a day, you know? <laughs> um, and then you kind of go from there, right? And then you, and they, but then at that point you have to work in Stephanie. That at some point Stephanie comes out and she's just like, no, you know, these, this is, a, this is a fraud. Yeah. You're, you know, you're, you're a, this is a sham. But and I'm really in charge. So get the fuck out of my ring. Yeah. Do you, do you, then do, you do can do a, a whole. Do we get power a na 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 hey hey goodbye tonight? You might. Do you they might. carry them I think, out? I think <laughs> this could be the case where you get both. You could get the big, the big entry pop, and then the na 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 at the end. We'll see. Yeah. But there's also, you know, if you, I mean, obviously they're not going to. But if All right, they so here's to my work- question. My fault. I didn't want to. I don't want to cut you off there. What if he doesn't get that? What if the fans are not with boo? him? What if the ba- What if fans straight up boo him and they're straight up? I don't like, think it matters. Everybody's going to be watching. He he knows what it's like to get booed. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like in the sense that you know, people. I think if he gets booed, the the the, the worry is not. Oh, what if the fans aren't into it? The worry is if he gets booed, if he actually goes heel, right? Because I don't think there's any. <laughs> I don't think that you don't want him out there doing like 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 he can play heel but you don't want him getting riled up and being like you know well, like god damn right i did you know yeah. uh, something like that so i don't know uh, I'll, I'll but there, there is a there is a ver- there, there i mean there's definitely a way they could go out and have him like come out and just do a really plaintive promo and then when he starts making excuses just have you just have you know you have Stephanie come out and just like take the mic away from him and then just never mention it again for the rest of the night. And, and then just everybody's like, shit, was that real? You know? Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it would be, uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. I Fly think it's, Stone it's, Cold it's, out there, man. Just have him eat a few stunners as well on the way out. You know? Well, you, you know, I mean, no, no, I mean, there's, de- no one has said anything about this to me, but no. you can definitely see a path towards Austin McMahon at SummerSlam, <laughs> where, where, where where McMahon is like regaining control of the company, right? Right? I mean, and and is and is kind of maybe working babyface. You, you know, know? It's, <laughs> like, it sounds nuts. Like, and people probably listen to this about how can these guys think of wrestling storylines at a very serious time like this? Go back to the history of the WWE, and you point out a time where things that were happening in real life. That was happening really in the company was not somehow, some way worked into a storyline. It would not, it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me at all if, you know, if if eventually somehow, you know, Vince's this this litigation is investigate, not litigation, but the investigation that's going on uh with them is somehow worked into a long-term storyline, man. Like the uh, let's not let's let's call it what it is, dude. He's a little shameless when it comes to these things, man. Like he won't, like he won't take an opportunity to use whatever to advance the 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 brand and advance his show and get more people to watch. Like he's he's said and done, you know, things that you know most people wouldn't have done, but for the sake of his company, even at his own fault, you know, if it got people watching, he was gonna do it. And uh, who knows, man? Like we're all just kind of like sitting here on pins and needles kind of waiting to see what's going to be said but this is by far uh one of the most intriguing stories in wrestling history and you know we have to give it as proper gravity you know like it's it's going to be something that doesn't go away for a while and we're going to be talking about you know as as not just this week and these these coming months but now we're really in the world where we have to imagine 
what the WWE is like in, in the post Vince McMahon world. And, you know, even if it's on face value, even if it's for a little while up until whatever, and he's also not getting any younger, you know what I mean? Like for the first time, I think we all have to kind of come to grips with, all right, like the Vince era could very possibly be done very soon, you know? And, uh, it's something that we've all kind of thought about for a while. Like, what happens next? Who 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 takes the mantle? Who kind of how does this transition of power uh take place? We don't know, but we're gonna find out. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's it's incredibly I, I'm frankly was despite, you know, working with some with WWE and a couple of things and and being so deeply invested this the the succession aspect of it was never the most interesting thing to me right. because frankly I think Vince will probably live for 20 more years but also <laughs> he's gonna outlive us all Him and yeah, his- but also I, I think that he's that it's um I don't know. I just don't see it actually being as interesting. You know, I mean, I, I, I just I think that they'll probably either sell it's going to end up being something that just feels a little bit more like a fizzle. They'll sell the company, they'll it'll be, you know, whatever. I mean, I just I don't know. Not that that wouldn't be a big deal, but in terms of success, I, I just find it hard to imagine there's going to be a day where, you know, we're not going to get a wrestling match where it's like Triple H versus Shane for control of the company after Vince goes. Right. I mean, it's just like our, our expectations are unnaturally high. So anyway, mm. but but now I mean, now you're right. It's a real part of the it's a real conversation. It is really interesting. You know, you have some real there's some real power players. Yeah. Right now. Um, man, it's going to be it's going to be a sight to behold. I can't sure. wait to see what's going to happen. This what is, would be the like how high would the here comes the money hitting music hitting during Vince's promo be on your on your excitement level tonight? Do we have can we use negative numbers? <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian, what whose theme song what I do not what theme song do you if during if if, the, if somebody's theme music hits during Vince's promo tonight? The rock. What what what's the biggest pop? If this is the rock, because it would be the biggest <laughs> yeah, surprise. That's the biggest pop. Definitely. All right. So can we can we can we can we get our can we get our conspiracy theory on? Is this is this the is this the end game power play? Does this eventually? No. So- that the photo of Nick Khan and The Rock and the, and Nick's and uh, Nick's sister that that I think The Rock put on Instagram. I swear to God, that didn't get nearly enough attention at the time. Now Nick Khan wasn't quite the cartoon villain that he's become on the internet, right. you know, at that point in time. But like I've seen that photo more times in the past forty eight hours. Or twenty four hours, I guess, than I ever did before. Right, but there, but yeah. So Nick and and The Rock are apparently like childhood friends, like to some degree, and they're both you know Hollywood power players and blah blah blah. Well, you know, it's it's so a lot of people are saying yeah, they could get some money together buy the company, blah blah blah. I just think both of them. I mean, I th- yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, and apparently, yeah. Uh, Tony Khan's sister is the is the showrunner for Young Rock, also. No, no, no. That's Nick's sister. Nick's sister. No, my yeah, not Tony. Si- not Tony Khan. <laughs> Sorry about that. My bad. Uh, yeah, Nick Khan's sister is the showrunner. For listen, man. If we're if we're doing long term booking, does it isn't this the, the the logical step to the Rock's eventual presidential run? Like he comes in, saves the WWE from a scandalous thing, runs the company to newer heights, higher than ever, higher than even Vince could have imagined, make it a real Hollywood sort of destination for 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 athletes and and you know uh bodybuilders alike, you know, runs the XFL, takes the XFL to new heights that it's never happened. 
I'm telling you, all roads lead to President Dwayne, you know, and <laughs> if, and Nick Khan as his running mate, as as the vice president, or or, or Danny Johnson, you know, like it's it, it's it's funny. That's yeah, that's the thing. Is that the Rock really wants to be president? He might not ever actually run for president or whatever. I but don't he know, wants, bro. I think that dude he's got to be a little bit of that Vince. Well, it's like how Vince McMahon. If you if you listen to Meltzer, there's been a lot. Vince McMahon was willing to sell the company, but it, but the price never got high enough. It, it, to me, and again based on total personal speculation, my belief has always been that Vince McMahon likes to have someone tell him he's worth five billion dollars. Like that <laughs> has been the entire concept of selling the company. At the end of the day, is that Vince wants someone to be like, I will give you an ungodly amount of money for your thing. He'll and I don't think he'll ever sell, but I think he very earnestly wants to be told how much it's you know to, to be offered that amount of money and i kind of feel like it's the same thing i about also the rock. want to be offered that amount of money yeah <laughs> I, but i but i think it's the same thing for the rock and being you know all the jokes about him being the president oh the rock is 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 joking about it the rock is also a little bit serious about it but i think the rock's big goal at the end of the day is for there to be like an online campaign for people to be like make rock president and for him to be like y'all i'm not gonna do it but like thank you like this just just getting asked is the joy and for, but but the, but the whole point of this is to say if The Rock wants to be president, taking over WWE, I don't think is the right step. Just like with Nick Khan. Man, you know, it's listen, like, man, he's got drive and he's got power. So, I mean. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> maybe so. Know. If he got those two things, he could do anything. So, yeah, we'll uh, see. We'll see. Well, man. listen, uh, I hope that when The Rock becomes uh, takes over WWE, <laughs> and also when The Rock becomes president, I hope that when The Rock takes over WWE, then, um, you know, VP of Creative Brian Gewertz will still come on this podcast on occasion. <laughs> By the way, I got his book. His book isn't out yet, but I got an advanced oh, copy. Oh, okay. How oh, is it? Man. Did you, did you, did you... It is it is very, very funny. I mean, it is it's 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 so great, man. Um I can't even tell you. But anyway, you'll it'll it'll be out soon. Everybody well, Yeah, it. we'll we'll talk about it offline. I can't wait to check that out. That's a that's a book I've been wanting to get into for a while. Shout out you, to boy you'll, Brian you'll, you'll recognize a lot of them. I mean, it'll a lot of it will sound familiar to you. Sure. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, so anyway, back to the lesson in hand. I don't mean I don't even really know how much there is left to say. I'm very excited for tonight. But like you said, by the way, let's just talk about some other stuff, and then we'll circle back around to wild the shit is, corporate stuff. Wild shit is that's like one of uh, fifty crazy things that happened in wrestling this week. No, we're I'm gonna we're we're, we're gonna tie. Let's try to tie it all together. Yeah. Also on TV tonight. We yes. have Roman Reigns versus Matt Riddle for the, is it for both titles or what are the for titles? The WWE for the WWE Undisputed Universal uh, the undisputed title. Yes, for both titles. I keep seeing people with great confidence. People with great confidence have told me about WWE's plans. I don't believe them because I don't think anything's set in stone. But I've heard a lot of talk about how WWE is going to be separating the titles back out by the end of the summer. Okay. So we'll see. I can see that. That's, that's, why, that's why I was confused. Um, so... Riddle, who was supposed to get a title match at the pay-per-view, is now getting it on SmackDown. There's been a lot of weird stuff going on, and I'm really weird to me. Like, I don't know the answer to this stuff about the about uh, Roman Reigns' schedule. Because, you know, when, when it was announced, it was just felt like, okay, this dude's of a certain level of significance. He got a new, he got a new contract, he got a new deal, and he's going to be working a lot less road shows. I mean, house shows, and sort of that's what it is. But the weird thing is how in flux the whole thing seems. I mean, I guess he might sort of be on a... Brock Lesnar deal where they're like, we got 12 dates. Mm -hmm. So let's, and then, and then if there's ever a moment where it's like, this is not the right time to use them, they're just like, stay home. We're, we want to save this, you know, we'll, we'll, but it's just all, it just seems very strange that 
you would make a deal with him and not just say you're working the pay-per-views. Like it's just it's it's all very weird. But anyway. Or that you have a deal with him and you're not like Cody Rhodes got hurt, you gotta come back. You know, like hmm. we'll pay you more money, whatever. Um so but but anyway, The Rock is finally I mean it's The Rock. Roman Reigns is finally showing up to wrestle Riddle. For I'm the told title. he has six dates. Yeah, I told I was told a, I think a you specific told me number was he ha, Roman has six dates this year, <laughs> which is you do the math. There's about six months left in the year, uh, which probably makes for about seven events. Maybe you got Money in the Bank, you got SummerSlam, you got uh, the Crooks and Castles Classic, whatever they're calling the the UK <laughs> pay per view. Um, That's it, actually. I mean, I the Crooks and Castles again. Classic. Mm-hmm. I really aged myself with the Crooks and Castles uh, uh, reference. That's for my blogger babies who got those got those clothes. And um, I'm assuming SummerSlam. I mean Survivor Series, and uh, maybe a one off show. But yeah, something um, to build to one of those things. Yeah, I, I, from what I was from what I heard, what I was told, there was definitely. Um, the big variable that's kind of messed up a lot of the summer plans is uh, Randy Orton's injury. There we go. Because the first thing the first thing we heard was that they basically said, "What Riddle at Money in the Bank? Riddle versus uh, Reigns going to be Money in the Bank, building to Orton versus Reigns at SummerSlam." Yeah. But then, so the, we can retrace the steps of this a little bit because I think a lot of people are as confused as I have been when Randy got quote unquote hurt in the match against the bloodline. And then Riddle came out on raw and said, you know, Randy's going to be hurt. Randy's a little bit hurt. And I'm, I'm, you know, whatever he tried to cut his big, you know, quote unquote, serious promo. I thought it was storyline at the time. And part of that was because no, I think all of that was because Riddle did not do anything to convey the gravity of the situation. Yes. Like it was, it was just, <laughs> yes. it just felt like a story. And also WWE could, it should have positioned it better. Um, they yeah. probably should have had. They probably should have done the voice of God announcement at the top, just like Randy Orton's really hurt. So you know what yeah. you know. They didn't do the. They didn't do what they usually do when you know someone's hurt and they send the camera crew to the to the operating table and show mm-hmm. them getting wheeled into the hospital and wheeled out. But apparently, it's very serious. Um, it's uh, and from what I was told, Riddle didn't really convey the gravity of the situation because I, it's. I guess it's part. Um, Part not wanting to believe how serious it is and part like, you know, that's my boy. I'm not going to throw dirt on his grave and, you know, do what he right. got to so do. It's you a, know? No, from, from where Riddle's standing, it's a respect thing. Yeah. I mean, this is this is this is not this is all sports, right? Right. There's res- respect to your, to the people that can't, you know, to your elders or whatever. But then there's also a jinx thing, right? You you don't want to speak it into reality. Right. Because at that point in time. I mean, it's a so it's a back issue. We know that now. Yes, and we and, and I mean that's public now. Uh, they've known that forever. But the you know for back injuries, it could just be hey, you take a cortisone shot, you're back in two weeks or something like that. And it and it could be we're fusing you know vertebrae together. There's a giant spectrum of what could possibly be going wrong. And at the time that that Riddle cut the promo, they didn't fully know what was going on. Now, at this point. The word came out this week that they WWE is getting surgery. Orton is getting surgery, and WWE fears he might be out for the rest of the year. From where I'm sitting, based on what I had heard, and I think you had heard too prior to this week, it's a little worse than that. No, I'm saying if if it's true that he's only out for the rest of the calendar year, that's actually a, that's actually that's a good, good thing. News. Yeah, because what I based exactly, on what, what I heard was. It may be worse than that, you know. So when so I, I mean, and maybe you say the end of the year because that's just sort of a placeholder or whatever else. But um, 
but yeah, it's it's a real thing, you know. I mean, as we all know from, I mean, listen, we're all we're all amateur doctors from being wrestling fans. We know what a back injury can mean. Right. So anyway, that really sucks. So in the span of like, like a couple of weeks, you lose Cody Rhodes, lose Randy Orton, you functionally have lost Roman Reigns, and you know this sort of happens at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do we lose? I mean, obviously, like, you know, Punk is out. Kenny Omega is out right. over on the other show. Brian Danielson, a little bit question mark, but I think Sasha. he's okay. They lost Naomi. Oh, lost Sasha. Reason. Lost Naomi. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that's the whole story, too. There's this rumors leaked that Sasha has been released by WWE. WWE has not confirmed that to anybody. Certainly not confirmed it to me, and I asked, too. I mean, I, just I definitely like, asked around, and I have no confirmation on that. There's a lot of people saying that they heard Sasha's lawyers were working on it. Um. So, you know, we'll see. I, I just don't, I mean, I, I, don't I, have, know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Anything, especially with all this other stuff going on, I, ha- I would, anything could happen. Yeah. Anything could happen. We've seen it happen. We've seen people just get released because WWE seems to be tired of dealing with them, you know, of them asking every day. We've seen people get held, they, they hold on to people until the end of their contract because they don't want to give them the satisfaction of being released, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and certainly if you have lawyers working on it, that, that would in theory help your case, you know, help your negotiating ability. But at the same time, if you have lawyers working on it, then that might make WWE dig in even harder and say yeah. like, listen, you can have your release. You can absolutely have your lease, but here's what we want a non-compete for the next 20 years and you and you give us 10 million dollars then you can have your release you know i mean like like you could like it's not as simple as you know some turnkey like oh you wanted your release listen you just had to put it in writing yeah it's not like getting a release from a basketball team or something it's not like getting cut it's 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 almost like a uh uh, it's almost like a divorce really when it comes to this sort of thing like you know so um man so yeah the randy orton injury is tough all those injuries losing sasha losing naomi um don't know how uh official the release thing is but it would line up with you know the sort of two months that was left on the contract because as as these things were happening with the sasha naomi sort of uh conflict um contract negotiations were also concurrently being held and i think that's kind of what helped uh you know uh you know make things go from bad to worse since you know maybe it's not and again i can't confirm this but like maybe like contracts were held over their head like hey you want this but you know we, we got this money waiting for you at the end of the these next couple of months when your contract's up. And maybe that's when they were like, hey, we don't care or something like that. I don't know. But, um, I mean, l- l- circling back to the to the Riddle Roman tonight, um, they are in Minnesota. And we do know who is from Minnesota, you know. And it wouldn't shock me if uh, they, they, they bring... And we know who's from... You mean like Ric Flair? Who, who are we talking about here? <laughs> well, a build from Minnesota, but currently residing in Saskatchewan. Uh, I think we got oh. Brock Lesnar tonight. I was going to say, you know who's from Minnesota? Okay, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, uh, the Road Warriors. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin. I mean, yeah, we're going to uh, went through a whole... Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude. Who of... is still alive from that from that, that Minnesota like bar bouncer class? Is oh Barry gosh. Darsaw the only one left alive? <laughs> You might be right. You might be right. I think Barry, that was Barry one of the Darius craziest. Like that was one of the. I don't know if it was like one school, one wrestling school at one time, but it was definitely like everybody was sort of recruited from the gym at the same time <laughs> in the same city. What I mean, it was God, what a what a fertile ground that was. Oh my! Um, is that and and what East Texas football or whatever or West Texas State? Yeah, but the, but um, but anyway, yeah, you're right, Brock. I mean, listen, 
Brock has been mentioned many times, mostly pretty quietly. I haven't heard, I mean, you might know differently. I haven't had anybody tell me that like Brock is definitely coming back, but this is, but like, you don't need to tell, no one needs to tell me what (laughs) what the situation (laughs) is right now, which is like, shit, we need another star. We need some stars. And guess what? We have one on speed dial. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't want to go ahead and, and confirm that, but like, if I was a betting man, I'd put money down that, you know, we're getting Brock in Vegas and at SummerSlam, if I'm a betting man. But here's the thing that's crazy to me. You know what? I'm about to say something I'm going to contradict, but like, if you're going to pay Brock, we know how the Brock deal works in broad strokes. Yeah. It's like, if you want Brock to show up, you, you, you know, <laughs> pilot your drone over his farm and drop off a giant bag of cash, right? I mean, it's <laughs> like, it's like, it's, it's um he said it in so many words in that pat mcafee interview he's basically like man no i know but but, but (laughs) but here's the point but here's the here's the point though it's like i don't i'm not saying this i'm i'm gonna i'm making up amounts of money please do not like (laughs) even think that i don't even not only do i not know but i'm not even don't even know i'm in the right ballpark like i don't know what the frame of reference is let's just say for the sake of argument that brock is gonna demands like a million dollars in appearance right let's just let's just say that's what it is Right. So you need somebody desperately, then yes, Brock, here's your million dollars. Show up, right? That makes sense. But if you're but but if the but if you're giving Brock a million dollars to show up, like who else like who's saying no to showing up for a million dollars? Like would Roman not add an extra date or two for a million dollars? Like would would Stone Cold not show up for a million dollars? I'm not saying that Brock's the wrong answer. I'm just saying that like for for his as much as you're paying him, like, don't you then have other options? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it wouldn't shock like me. Like for a million dollars, like Donald Trump might show up and get beat up, you know? Like, I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, I, who knows? I think now's we're, we're still in the summer of trying shit. They still got tickets to sell but between three big events in the next two months. So it wouldn't shock me if some people get more dates added, get more checks added to their, you know, more zeros added to their bank account to kind of keep this show rolling. Um, and I think Brock's at the top of that list, man. I think he's going to be one of mm-hmm. those guys that come back soon. Um, I think Bailey is somebody who might be come back soon. I mean, like, there's definitely yeah, but a- Bailey's not. I mean, Bailey's absolutely one of the best, and Bailey could. In, but I mean, there's 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 definitely she doesn't fill the role that is, yeah. is needed right now. Which I is- don't think you. I, I think I think you know WWE should be looking at her as a potential like icon and could certainly book her towards that position by like WrestleMania or something like that. But she doesn't fill that hole right. as it stands. The um, I think that 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 the real like what like what matters about this or what we're going to see is fans like separating ourselves out from the i just got two more push alerts while we're doing this show and people won't stop texting me but like it <laughs> but uh i hope nothing else has happened brian you can keep an eye out i'm keeping but an i think eye that as also. as fans separating ourselves from the push alerts what matters is yeah is, is how they're going to book this thing going forward and i think that um i think that we're going to see well i think that a lot of questions will be answered at money in the bank because i think that we're going to money in the bank if they do what I think there's a chance that they do, which is the somebody fairly significant wins money in the bank and and cashes in that same night. Like there's, you know, there's a version of events where they're just like, we got to make, we, you know, we need somebody else to ride for a while. So Seth is winning money in the bank and Seth is taking the title off of Roman that same night, you know, and, and then that, you know, and that, or at least one of the titles, however they decide to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, 
that you have two champions and then Roman can go on and drop the other one to Drew or to whoever at at at, at um, Crooks and Castles and the and <laughs> and you know the, like that's the way forward. The, this is the thing with the Drew thing that I mean with the with Roman thing that doesn't make sense is that if they if he I, a lot of people seem to be saying he's going to start dropping these titles. And it's just like, what was the point? Like, what was the point of all of this? If it's just now we're going to split him back up. He, and after he, he's going to have made like eight appearances and mm. we're going to split him back up and just go a different way. Like, why not have him drop the belts when he still seemed like a vital part of the go, everyday operations of the company? Anyway, that's all separate. But I think we'll see. I think we'll know a lot after Money in the Bank. If it's a big name person that gets the briefcase versus, you know, it, there's a difference between Seth and even like Sheamus or something, you know, whatever yeah. there, there's, you know, so I mean, I, I, the fact that Seth is, is the first entrant in the money in a bank ladder match probably lets me know that, you know, it's going to be one of those bigger, bigger evented money in the bank matches where it's not just, Oh, we're going to give it to a young dude. Who's, who's on the come up or something like that. Like, I think it's going to be one of those. It kind of gives me like the vibe of when like John Cena won the money in the bank contract. And then you know mm-hmm, exactly knew that I was coming, so I wouldn't surprise. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me by seeing that. But yeah, it's yeah. I think that, uh, tonight's gonna tonight's gonna say. Wait, a wait. Lot. Is is Elias appearing tonight too? Elias is appearing on Monday Night Raw. Elias oh, Monday Night and Ezekiel Raw. will be, uh, I guess, having to do what <laughs> on Raw. So can't wait for that, man. Do you can't know what the craziest that. thing? This is why the internet is terrible. Can I tell you why the internet is terrible? Why because is everybody terrible? has great ideas, or not everybody, but there's so many great booking ideas floating around that you see the moment that, like, you know, something happens. Um, and, like, as soon as the Elias thing was announced, everybody just immediately linked that because Aaron Stevens had his last match on at, with, at the mm. NWA pay-per-view, and everybody's like, oh... <laughs> What if they got Damian Sandow to play Elias? And I was just like, God damn it, that's a better idea that's than what so they're good. Do. That's so good. And it's like, and that's you know why that's I, not I, gonna happen. So when I say the internet's bad, I'm joking, but just because it's like, yes, that's a better idea, man. <laughs> um Yeah. I mean, the best thing, by the way, after the Cody thing, the best thing that could happen to Ezekiel right now, and I say this only semi-jokingly, is if he like blew out his knee and could spend the next nine months growing his beard and hair back out. Like that would be because would he, if he came back at the Royal Rumble as Elias, that would be a bigger pop than Cody Rhodes would get. I mean, hey, man, we got we got more. Uh, what you call it? <laughs> we got we got some great prosthetics in WWE now. And, it's true, and in Hollywood. So they could just kind of. I've seen them do. I've seen them do worse. I've seen them do worse. Well, there was that. There was that famous old video of the dude who was like at a boxing match with a toupee on. I forgot, <laughs> but it's like it, it took a lot of guts, you know, to go. Just like, oh, this is gonna work, you know. Even if I get punched, whatever, and then his toupee started flying off. Um, it would, it would be, it would be gutsy to, uh, to, to, to try to go out and wrestle in a prosthetic. But as far as, far as just like an appearance goes, sure, whatever. Um, we. Do we need to talk about I think no, I'm just gonna make the editorial decision now. We don't need to talk about Jeff Hardy. If you, the listener, feel the need to talk about Jeff Hardy, you can go read TMZ. It's really fucking disappointing, man. Yeah. Um yeah. And disappointing on a human level and disappointing on like an ethical level. And it's just good you know, call. I'm, I'm good call on that, Dave. I've I've uh listen, I'm a I'm a Jeff Hardy fan just like everybody else, but bro, at some point in time, man, you gotta put your fucking big boy pants on, bro. I'll I'll just leave it at that. 
This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Sammy Guevara is, is signed back up with the Jericho. Oh my gosh. What? Have you seen this Sherry Shepard thing? On 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 the Wendy oh, show, MJF. <laughs> ah, wow. That's the that's that's the most that's the most disappointing part of this week, yo. A great piece of work was being done just as like this bombshell wrestling announcement <laughs> took place, right? So, folks who didn't uh, or who may not watch the Wendy show, which is coming to an end today, uh, has been guest hosted by Sherry Shepard, um, who is a a huge wrestling fan, believe it or not. You've, you've seen at many wrestling events and in, uh, in, in front row and stuff like that. And uh, for folks who may not have seen MJF, and judging from the AEW ratings, it's been a lot of you guys, uh, he made a mention on, 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 on the Wendy show, hosted by Sherry Shepard, and basically got the MJF experience. Anybody who's ever met MJF in real life or has done anything with him or seen him at a signing or been around him knows that that man has will never, ever, ever, ever break kayfabe. So if you think he's a mm -hmm. jerk on the show, he's a real-life jerk in real life. And Sherry Shepard and her son found out the hard way. Shout out to her son, though. Her son was, like, laughing at her, like, oh, mom, you don't get it. MJF's a heel. He's a bad guy. He's supposed to be a jerk or whatever. And I guess, uh, you know, she asked for a picture with MJF on the plane and blew her off or whatever. And, you know, she's saying, you never, you never made a black mama mad and blah, 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 blah. And it's, I'm just looking at this. And then, you know, she shouts out MVP, shouts out Mark Henry. It's like, yo, I got wrestling, big, bad wrestling friends too. And I bet you they won't do this like that. So, I mean, I just thought that was like a, just a great piece of, of business right now for MJF. If we're really still kind of running up the, you know, or, or unless he's doing this on his own, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if this is a big, huge AEW play where they're going to kind of plug in, you know, MJF sort of sightings as he's on this leave of absence or since he was quote unquote fired from AEW. 
Um, if it's an AEW play, it's real smooth. It's real smart to get people continue to talking about this guy and getting him in mm-hmm. front of audiences that he may not necessarily be readily available to. I mean, he got in front of all those soccer moms. They tied in that Rosie O'Donnell story and that cameo. So, like, he was yeah. initially, like, something to really gravitate towards. Like, just watch the whole clip if you get a chance to. Great piece of business. And if it's all part of, like, this eventual uh, MJF return or, you know, his sort of leave of absence from AEW, it's great. But if it's if it's something he's doing on his own, even better. Even effing better. So, yeah. I, it was, it was, it's a shame that that, that bit was kind of overshadowed by this week, but uh, props to him. And and, uh, and I love when uh, stories from pro wrestling sort of cross over into the quote-unquote mainstream, into the soccer bomb crowd, and get people mm-hmm. involved in that, you know? It was tight. Uh, yes. As far as what AEW is actually definitely doing, whether or not they have their hand in the MJF stuff going right now, we, we're, we're, we're cruising towards Forbidden Door. It's a little bit of a booking cluster because of you know they're dependent on so many other things over on the New Japan side to sort of even out. There's also this whole thing that that you know the uh, Andrade and apparently the Lucha Bros are going to be unable to attend because of working relationships with their you know whatever with the CMLL the AAA, right? CMLL and uh, yeah. Um, no Okada so they, it, also. There's some there's the Okada thing is up in the air. It okay. does seem like they made a really weird decision slash botch to to tease a hangman okada match and then not have okada it was it would have been a it would have been a mistake to tease that match and then to deliver a triple threat with adam cole or a tag team match that some people are theorizing with cole and switchblade versus okada and hangman Mm. regardless you can't go you can't lead with the tease you can't lead with okada hangman this is going to be the greatest thing ever and then water it down but then if they're not going to have him at all i mean that's that's a that's bad you know, but regardless, I mean, I, listen, I don't know. I think to, I don't know what's happened to, to the public perception of Adam Cole. And he's gone from like golden boy to just like everybody's least favorite wrestler in the span of like 15 minutes, I think. And I will maybe we'll do a timeline next week. I think it basically goes back to like when the Owen Cup brackets first came out and people mm. sort of realized that there was a straight line and that was the moment where everybody just sort of, you know... Just, just tuned like, out. Just tuned out, but... So obviously, there have been a lot of grumbling, you know, whatever, but it's very weird. The way that people are talking about how he never... How his, his character is stale, how whatever, he hasn't evolved, how it's... every All of his matches are the same. It sounds like... It sounds like a, a criticism in search of a definition you know sort of it's like people are it's like when people used to say that like game of thrones had bad writing and then they would just leave it at that and you just and you're like yeah that's true but but like why are you saying nobody used the term bad writing before people in the with this like felicity before people started making fun of game of thrones you know and, <laughs> and everybody was saying it. it was very weird but anyway that i'm cold thing is very weird too but regardless um it's weird that he's just sort of this like not only is he going to be he's not received well in this uh, being interjected in this match but now it looks like he might be like that's sort of his character is that he's not going to be received well being put into this i don't know it's all now we're we're messing with kayfabe again i I don't really understand i will say that hangman versus adam cole versus jay white will be would be a good match if that's what they end up going with the triple threat although you know they all would have kind of imagined something else so um It'll 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 be interesting. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, I gotta do my weekly uh, 
<laughs> my weekly AEW critical thinking. What do you think about this entire Forbidden Door sort of push, right? Like, I've been watching Dynamite and Rampage for the past several weeks as they've kind of built to the show. And you, you said in the beginning, it's kind of seems a little hodgepodgey. And as much as, uh, you know, it's, well, the, sort of the sort, sort of the, the way that these things go, it's going to be hodgepodgey. For right? sure. I mean, it's all this. It's a collage. For sure. <laughs> of course. I mean, not a, not, not a painting. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be a great show because I, I just, I've, you know, we're, we're finally getting Mox versus Tanahashi, which uh, we've been looking forward to for the past what three years now. Um, I think Cassidy and Osprey is going to be a banger. Can't wait to see that as well. But I think it's just been really difficult to. You know, I know some New Japan people, and I think most people that are even like the hardcore wrestling fans are like, okay, like I know some of these guys, but do you think they're they're kind of like shoving too much at you too soon, too quickly? Because that's kind of the feeling I'm sort of getting. Like, you know, what was it? Murderhawk comes out with, uh, you know, a dude who I'm vaguely familiar with. And then, you know, uh, Osprey comes out with his crew of people who I'm just vaguely familiar with. And it's... It almost seems like almost all of these people, without with the with the exception of maybe Tanahashi and Osprey, even Jay White, maybe when they come out, they don't really get the reaction that one would think would get from that sort of hardcore crowd, right? Like it kind of feels like you know Jay White showing up with the IWGP World you know Heavyweight Championship should be a feel like a bigger deal than it's been treated. You know, I feel like Osprey, who, you know, people have seen the Seth Rollins feuds and we've all seen the ricochet battles that he's had that that gone viral and made these guys, you know, household names to wrestling fans. I feel like Osprey's arrival in AEW should have been treated like a bigger deal. But it kind of feels like with all these things trying to get forced well, into to be done mm-hmm. on the New Japan side and even like titles being changed over from folks that probably won't be at the show like it just all kind of seems like it's happening a little too fast and it's not giving the viewer i.e myself enough time to really you know sit down and chew on these characters and get to know them and 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 give a fuck why you know it's important that these guys are wrestling even if it's like video package like what do you think needs to be done to get a better build towards forbidden door in your opinion dave that's a good question. I just feel like the build has been weird, man. Not bad or good, well, just weird. And I know the punk injury. Threw, well, it's also like monkey there's a little bit of like kayfabe breaking here too. The punk injury messed some stuff up. Yeah, I, I don't know quite how to put this into words, but it's a little bit weird. It's like um, it's it's like when Survivor Series is coming up mm-hmm. in the old school Survivor Series. And you knew it was coming up, but then they just started, like, people started finding friends in storyline. <laughs> right. right. It's not like, there's never, there is, a, sometimes they gather the people together. But it's like, when there is a storyline contrivance that is driving the, 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 the storylines, 
then it's that uh, it's it, it automatically beggars belief, right? It's like it's like oh, there's a tag team tournament coming up, and just randomly like people run into each other in the locker room, and they and like some magic happens. You mm. know, it's like you're doing that to get to this end point, and everybody already knows the end point, right? So it's not as good as if it just happened randomly some other time, right? Right. And that's sort of like Forbidden Door. We all know where we're headed. We all know that there there is going to be a pay per view with. The big stars of AEW and the big stars of New Japan sharing the ring in various formations and doing different stuff. And so it's almost like the only storyline you can tell that really is believable is New Japan guys showing up and saying, come at me, you know, yeah. who's going to take me on? Yeah. There's not a lot there. And that sort of gets repetitive after a while, you know, it it it's does. almost like the the time would almost be like if, if you. Man, I'm I'm gonna say something again that I'm probably gonna regret saying. If oh, you came to you me, should, you if you came twice if, and louder, if we made this deal, if you made the deal and you were like, I know this isn't how it works, but if you made the deal and you have, and you said, I'll give you like you know f- five weeks of TV with my, if you're new, like New Japan says, you can have five weeks of TV and a pay per view. Like that's what I'll give. That's my guys will will be there for that. I would almost flip it around. <laughs> I would almost just say we're gonna book the pay per view first and have it be a one off. And then we'll use the people after that for the fallout, because that way, at least you could just push you. You can put over the pay-per-view as the fucking Olympics, right? It's like it's we have this company versus this company, the best versus the best. Let's see what happens. You don't need to know the storyline. Nobody that cares about Tanahashi is interested in like why he is wrestling this match in storyline. Right. Right. You're there because you want to see him in the ring. You know what? If you if you care about Okada. Yeah, you want to see Hangman Okada, right? That's what's got you excited. It's not like I'm interested in the back and forth of will Hangman show up or it's won't different. He, or like who he's gonna? It, it's, it's different, so, like, right? So, so I don't know. I mean, it's almost like I agree about the Will Osprey thing. It's you know you can put Will Osprey over bigger, although his match against Dax was just one of the matches of the year. It was Great such match. a fucking banger. Yeah, I don't know how Dax. I mean, he's gonna end up being talked about a lot i mean i feel like december could have been there seth rollins right like i mean i mean not you know not for the easy comparison but i just felt like at that time that's such a great he's such a great name to add to your roster yeah and you know even if it's for a limited time like that's just it just felt 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 weird maybe maybe it's me maybe it's the way i consume wrestling that's a little different where it's like okay i could always see a banger of a match anytime i want to but it doesn't really give me a reason to watch Dynamite or Rampage, right? I could just be like, all right, well, I'll see y'all in, in the United Center in Chicago, watch a ton of bangers, know these guys are probably going to mm-hmm. go away afterwards, and that's it. So uh, it, it kind of feels to me that even though Di- I thought Dynamite was good this week, maybe it's just me. Maybe I like hearing the storyline. I like hearing why these people are arguing or fighting or whatever or whatever like that. But, you know, if the same thing is, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're New Japan, you're AEW, we're better than you. If it's like basically the invasion angle or something like that, that's cool. And the match is going to be great. And I can't wait to see it. But I just, it's just hard for me to see where, you know, you kind of go from there afterwards, you know, especially with, with, you know, so much top talent kind of coming in and you're kind of wasting, in my opinion, and I could be wrong. I'm usually wrong, but I think you're wasting the opportunity to really build a guy like Osprey who a lot of folks have been waiting to see on American soil as like, you know, a star as that's, that's comparable to guys in the WWE or guys in, in other areas. You know, like he said, after, after the Dax Harwood match, he tweeted, you know, I, I, I say I'm the best in the world and it's for a reason and understood, but 
just kind of feel like you know they, they need to. He's he's such he has such potential to be a guy who's who's main eventing well, your, your program. You know, yeah, but I mean, there's they have a lot of talented guys. I mean, they it's do. Not a, I, I but I, I agree. I mean, I, he's 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 a big talent. I don't know that that's ever going to be that he's ever going to be there. I don't know. I, I just I, I just feel like that's why I want to see the big show. That's why I want to see you know Forbidden Door. I yeah. want to see these matches and I want to see what the crowd's reaction to him is because I think that's the real upside right now is just getting them in the ring. Anyway, we got to get out of here, man. Yeah, We've been on for a long time. We all have other stuff to do. And we 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 talked about everything. Um, we'll be talking more about Vince McMahon and WWE next week when we get back here. Uh, do you want to get your plugs in on the way out, Kaz? Yeah, man. Say less with Kaz, Loki and Rosie. YouTube.com slash Kazim every Monday. MSGPM tonight at 11 o'clock on MSG Network and every week, every weekend on MSG Network. And uh, that's all I got. Um, there is a new episode of the Book of Wrestling out today. It's Suck It Part Two. Yes, Suck It became hey, a two-part episode. Uh, we got some good interviews with Shawn Michaels, with uh, Road Dog, X Pac. I think Triple H is in there some too. Um, and I'm already hard at work on the next one, so check that out on the Book of Wrestling feed. Um, thanks as always to our tweener producer Brian Waters. Kern, we'll see you back next week. Um, make sure you listen to all of the rest of the shows on the ringer wrestling show feed mac mania gp um and you're obviously listening to this one you can hear me obviously here on the book of wrestling and wherever else thank you very much um apologies to john moxley we'll see you back here next week This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.